Everybody, this is Todd McFarland here. I got the DC Multiverse, and you're listening to DC Collecticast. Welcome to DC Collecticast, talking action figures and collectibles from the DC Universe. I am your host, Benjamin David. All right, guys, welcome to our New York Toy Fair 2020 finale. Uh, it is part five of our five-part series, bookending it with interviews starting off with McFarlane himself, live from the McFarlane booth, covering the DC multiverse. Uh, then we did two Toy Fair DC debriefs, one with Caster's Corner, uh, casterscorner.com. Then we did one with Carl from the Play With It podcast. Then we did a Toy Fair Q&A last week and a Target Toy Store report, which, crazy enough, will probably be the last one for a while and uh, don't want to think about those details. But then a global pandemic happened. Hello. Uh, craziness, day three of quarantine. And then today we have, once again, to bookend it with interviews and to distract you guys and not think about the crazy times that we're living in, we have, uh, once again, our Toy Fair interviews. So we got McFarlane, uh, more from McFarlane, not from McFarlane himself, but we got Chris Hernandez from the McFarlane booth. Then we got uh, Lego, DC Direct, then our Q&A, and then you got to stay tuned for the very end of the episode. I thought I'd bookend the whole five-part series uh, with an exclusive interview. Can't get this anywhere else except for me and Gotham Geek Girl who helped me cover this. Uh, Nadia and I got an exclusive with Jim Fletcher and Paul Harding. Now, Jim Fletcher is a creative director of DC Direct. Now DC Direct used to be DC Collectibles. Um, yeah, got him on the show a couple times at this point, but now uh, got an exclusive with him and sculptor Paul Harding. So not only did I get to meet this guy, sculptor of the TMNT figures, and now this year, uh, deceased. So uh, the deceased stuff that was revealed at New York Toy Fair, there were prototypes that weren't even colored in. So exciting. So that's going to be at the very end of all of our coverage on today's episode of DC Collecticast. Um, guys, please be safe. And uh, I, I'll talk more in detail here, uh, you know, on the Toy Fair Q&A because I do go live and addressing you guys more intimately and stuff like that. But uh, for the audio listeners, I am, uh, you're in my thoughts. But once again, let's try to distract ourselves from this and um, love you guys. You can find the show you're listening to now on iTunes, the Anchor app, Spotify, and more pod places. Again, we are DC Collecticast. Subscribe, rate, review really helps us out on iTunes. Uh, we are at DC Collecticast on Instagram and Twitter. Find me, Benjamin David, at Benjamin of David on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, feel free to DM us or email us with questions for a Q&A on the show. I want to get that going again. Uh, and again, we are at DC Collecticast and BatmanBeyondPod at gmail.com. That's BatmanBeyondPod at gmail.com. Uh, we are part of the CBI network at ComicBookINTL on all social media as well as uh, YouTube. Don't forget about all the video coverage we have from Toy Fair this year, including my interview with Todd McFarlane here at DC Collecticast and also our video from NECA on our Above and Batman Beyond YouTube channel. The McFarlane video and all of our DCC videos uh, are on our Comic Book INTL YouTube channel. That's again Comic Book INTL. Subscribe to that for more coverage to come from the fair. And then again, also our Above and Batman Beyond YouTube channel. Uh, don't forget to check out my writing at collectible506.com. That's collectible506.com. Again, my name is Benjamin David. Got a bunch of Toy Fair coverage coming up and all the stuff that we're talking about today. All going to find it on collectible506.com. All right, we are live from the Lego booth. Uh, we are with Molly, right? Yes, correct. Hi, guys. <laughs> We're gonna be nice to Molly because her voice hurts a little bit, so we're gonna be we're gonna be kind. Uh, so we are here to talk about a super exciting set of DC figures. I heard about these um, normally Lego Batman because Batman's my character, but uh, hearing about you know because there hasn't been as you said like some newish Lego Batman stuff out. Uh, I was asking around and my friend recommended to me. He's like, you got to check out these uh, DC superhero series. It came out in January. Uh, so yeah, talk about availability for these. I know you're not a huge DC person yourself. That's no worries there. Uh, but talk about availability of these. You talked about how it's a blind bag thing. Yeah, so we have 16 new DC characters um, ranging from Batman to Joker to Bumblebee. Um, these retail for $4.99 and they all come in the blind pack. So you never know what you're gonna get. So you're gonna have to get a bunch to kind of get all the characters. Um, these are available at most of our retailers. So Walmart, Target, definitely Amazon. Um, and yeah, they came out January 1st. Awesome. Thank you so much, Molly. How has your toy fair been, okay? It's been great, thank you for asking. Aside from the voice. <laughs> I would talked a little too much and just trying to power through. All right, well, we'll give you a break. Enjoy the rest of your toy fair. All right, so we are live from New York Toy Fair 2020 uh, at the DC Direct 
booth, no longer DC Collectibles, uh, with DC Collecticast and our Above and Batman Beyond podcast. Uh, we are with Brian Walters. Say hello, Brian. Hi, uh, welcome to DC Direct's New York Toy Fair booth here uh, in 2020. We've got some exciting things to show you. All right, so uh, yeah, you want to move over to deceased? Yeah, let's let's cool. head on over. Um, so uh, our DC Essentials line started out as a core line for the core comic looks of our characters, but now that we've kind of checked a lot of those boxes, we're able to incorporate maybe some successful story arcs that are cur currently happening in the editorial division, like deceased. So here we have all the infected versions of our. Uh, our, our superheroes and supervillains, uh, including some sneak peeks at some gray models. The sculpting's done, but we weren't able to get the painting done, but we still wanted to show them. So you've got Batgirl here, Red Hood in the background, Nightwing, and uh, Deadshot over there on the left. So uh, really excited to incorporate some of these storylines within our DC Essentials line. Nice. Uh, down below, uh, still honestly uh, going back in time as well, uh, like Return of the Superman, Black black suit superman new 52 nightwing with the red symbol not the blue one uh a version 2 rebirth batman and then the speed force flash which uh, i'm i'm personally excited about yeah, that one's great yeah it looks great uh and then every couple of years we try to release a, a a justice league box set uh it's a really giftable item at the end of the year uh so these are slight redecos from the originals uh comes out at the end of the year just in time for the holidays nice so. cool uh so we'll move on to dc designer yeah let's cool. head that way thanks you just keep rolling thank you uh, so, DC Designer Series, uh, one of my favorite lines, it kind of takes uh, some of our favorite artists and allows them to do what they do or what they're most famous for. So Stanley Lau is a great cover artist. Uh, this is uh, a Catwoman based on one of his covers. Uh, that comes out towards the end of the year, uh, but a really playful art style and really captures his art style in general. Similar to the animated. Yeah, very similar, and there's cell shading here as well. So, oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're trying to incorporate that in other areas as well. Uh, every February we come out with a couple statue. This is a sneak peek. Uh, at uh, the Joker and Batman dancing. It's a, a Batman's cowl and cape. There's no Batman, but it's designed by Greg Capullo. Uh, so look for, forward to that in full color, but that comes out just in time for Valentine's Day. And then uh, what just arrived at the show here yesterday was Batgirl by Josh Middleton, which is yes, maybe is my gorgeous. favorite thing here really? uh, at the show. It's just, it's just, there's so much motion uh, and such a great sculpt by James Marsano. So uh, kudos to them. Uh, and really excited to see that come out this spring. Yeah, um, I saw that in the press release. I was like, yeah, that's a standout. Yeah, it really is. Uh, the one six scale does justice uh, across the board to designs and detail and paint deco and so on and so forth. So, uh, down below we have the MIDI Designer Series line, which we launched a couple of years ago. Basically, uh, this line's been ongoing, uh, so not the, well, not a lot of the original statues are available. Uh, they're also at a larger scale, uh, a higher price point. So we figured we'd reintroduce them at a more approachable size and size and scale and price uh, for somebody that might live here in Manhattan in a studio it's apartment. It's a great idea. Uh, you might not have much space, so uh, this is a way. The detail really holds up really well. So we have Greg Capullo's Metal Batman, uh, Nightwing by Jim Lee, uh, Batman by Mike Mignola, uh, Supergirl by Michael Turner, and then the classic Bruce Tim Harley Quinn here on the end. They start coming out in the summer and they roll out through the rest of the year. Uh, so really excited to keep this going. It's just a a different way to offer our products. Yeah, when did you start doing these, the mini statues? Uh, about two years ago, yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. So uh, when we see fit to do it, we'll, we'll, we'll offer those up. So. Awesome. Uh, which nice. way do we want to go now? Um, yeah, we can go this way. Sure. Yeah. Or wherever's... Um, actually, Leah, well, I, we still have to do this. Yeah. We got time. So, Leah, let's do DC Cover Girls. Okay. Uh, DC Cover Girls, again, another long-running statue line for DC Direct. Um, and this time we're featuring the art of Frank Cho. Uh, previously Adam Hughes, Joel Jones, Stanley Lau have all been on this line. Uh, but this is Frank taking his run. Uh, you'll see four great statues, Batgirl, Supergirl, Harley Quinn. Those were all previously announced, but we have uh, Poison Ivy who came out, uh, or, or was revealed here at the show. Uh, really great art style, and I love the kind of modern take, but there's still a retro style to it, and I think that's they're fun and playful designs. I was gonna playful is the exact word. It's yeah. like yeah, like especially this Frank Cho here, the back row. It's really playful, really fun. I was saying before, like these just seem natural. They're not as um, it's not Barbie, you know. It's not like right. a stick figure, uh, un unnatural body type. While they are athletic and supergirls or superheroes, uh, look great. Love it. Uh, down below we have DC bombshells. That's continuing on. Uh, we have a deluxe Harley Quinn statue. Uh, just another way to present Harley Quinn and her bombshells design uh, based on a variant cover uh, from 2015. Such a blast. Designed by Emanuele Lupicino. Uh, Harley's kind of winding up, ready to hit the high striker. So that's a lot of fun. 
Uh, in the middle here, we have a couple statue. We've done a handful of these. Uh, what I like about it uh, most is it's a way to feature our superheroes in in the Bombshells world. Um, so here we have Green Arrow with Black Canary. Black Canary's costume got a slight refresh uh, to, to kind of hone in on that rockabilly art style. Uh, and then on the back, there's some really, really great details of of the, the the patch on the back of Green Arrow's jacket. So a lot of, of fun little features there. And then towards the end, we have a, a Holiday Poison Ivy. We've done other Holiday statues in the Bombshells line. Uh, here we have Poison Ivy as her color scheme lends well to the holidays. Uh, and you'll see she's got a lot of presents, but also uh, a curmudgeon of a Batman stuffed animal on the back uh, here. So just a nice little Easter egg on the back of the statue. Also uh, a Toy Fair reveal, right? Also a Toy Fair reveal, as this one is as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Uh, and yeah, just a great gift for a bombshell fan uh you know around the holidays so, nice uh Artis is it good yeah is that yeah, good all right yeah. cool uh so here we have um artist alley we started this line about two years ago and we just wanted to push and elaborate on the designs we started with with some new artists and new characters and featuring more artists and more characters if we can so here you'll see uh, Brant Peters with the Joker. You'll see uh, Catwoman by Brittany Lee. Great paper craft art style. Uh, you'll see uh, Batman by Attack Peter, which is a super flat graphic approach to Batman. Uh, figuring out both of those in three dimensions was a challenge, so kudos to Jack Matthews, who I believe sculpted both of them oh, wow. uh, to figure yeah, that out. Yeah, that's what I'm calling the Samurai Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> oh my god, I'm obsessed with this thing. Uh, then we have Patrick Ballesteros, who's taken a childlike approach to our characters. Uh, with Deathstroke tying up Robin into a 25 cent car <laughs> that you might find outside your grocery store or shopping mall or whatever. <laughs> uh, but a really a lot of fun. I'd love to see that expanded upon. Uh, and then down at the end, we have uh, Batman by Zach Heffelfinger. He's a animation designer, so we wanted that quirky style, and uh, oh, okay. he did not disappoint. It's just a really fun design with the three Robins holding up his cape as he uh, kind of soars in the air here. Nice. But, I didn't know he was an animation guy. That makes sense. Yeah. So we got five completely unique designs and that's that's the hope of artist alley is to invite talent in and just do their takes without us hopefully getting hopefully not getting in the way you know letting them do what they do so that's that's the plan there um yeah, that's clear they're all very different <laughs> i agree uh down below we have some multi-parts so last year we released the bat family multi-part statue set uh that came out all last year there may still be some available but this year we have uh, the companion set, which is all of the villains. Yes. Uh, so Catwoman came out just last month, and then they come out every month, uh, every other month after that. The Toy Fair reveal is Deadshot here in the back, but a lot of fun. They're in the 112 scale, so if you're an action figure collector, you can uh, work those into your dioramas. Or if you are just a Catwoman fan and you want to just buy the Catwoman statue, she displays just just fine on her own. Uh, there's standalone statues as well, so just keep that in mind as you're. Uh, if you're if you're interested in picking up one of these statues, that's what's cool. You don't have to be intimidated by the whole thing and spending all that, right, right. Uh, or even spatially. Sure, you know, it's a large just commitment. Put it together if you yeah, want. Exactly. Uh, beyond that, we have the Batman Who Laughs versus Batman statue. Mm. Uh, one of my personal <laughs> favorites here at the show. You can see the minions. Uh, you can see Batman struggling with his predicament. Uh, it really displays well from every angle. Uh, there's a lot of great detail um, kind of baked into this sculpt through paints and deco and battle damage. Uh, so uh, really, really fun battle statue. It's in a nine inch scale. So if you've bought DC Direct battle statues in the past, this will line up scale wise. Uh, so just really fun, uh, I think. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> goes, uh, goes without saying. <laughs> uh, further on down the road, we have um, a deceased Batman. This is a sculpt in progress, but we wanted to share where we were. Uh, it's coming down the pike, so stay tuned for a full color finished sculpt. Uh, no other technical information on this yet, but Deceased has been such a big hit for the editorial group that we're trying to support with product the best we can. And then all the way down there, um, this is a second edition Superman versus Flash racing statue. They've raced each other I don't know how many times in the comic books. Nobody always knows who's win who wins, and that's the same case in this statue, although it's art directed by a, a Flash fan, so uh, there may be a slight edge. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but that's coming out later this year as well. Nice. Um, Moving over to Batman Black and White. Uh, this is Batman uh, by Todd McFarlane. This is the 100th statue. Uh, we revealed it at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, so we brought a small collection of some of our highlights. Uh, but beyond that, on the top shelf, we have uh, 101 and beyond. So we have Frank Miller's Armored Batman. We have Jim Lee. We have the Bat Monster by Greg Capullo. Uh, we have, uh, as uh, far as Toy Fair reveals, we have Batman by Freddie Williams of Batman TMNT yes, comic fame. That's why I know him. Yeah, exactly. 
uh, Batman by Mike Mignola. This is the newest design from Mike Mignola uh, in the Batman black and white line. Um, and then we have Batman by Brian Bolland. And the reason he's here is we're launching a whole new line uh, called the Joker Clown Prince of Crime. And so when Brian Bolland's statue comes out in November, there will also be a Brian Bolland Joker statue that comes out in November as well, launching the Clown Prince of Crime statue line. Yes. So, because that is Batman from Killing Joke, right? Exactly. Nice. And, and this is uh, based on the iconic cover of Killing Joke. So uh, really excited about this line. It should have to the same legs that I hope Batman Black and White has had. Uh, and uh, beyond that, in 2021, we have the Joker by Jim Lee and the Joker by Lee Bermejo, which is one of my favorite statues, I think. Mm. Uh, down below, we have the Harley Quinn equivalent. Uh, Harley Quinn, red, white, and black. We have Harley Quinn by Steve Pugh. And these are super successful, these, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and, and the nice thing about Harley is she's constantly changing her costume. And then and then double that with, we get to just use all, multiple different artists. So, the, 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 you know, it's endless possibilities, really, as far as what we can do. So Harley Quinn by Steve Pugh from the Breaking Glass novel. Um, we have Harley Quinn by Amanda Connor, Harley Quinn by Stanley Lau. And then the two Toy Fair reveals is Harley Quinn by Tatino Tedesco and Harley Quinn by J. Scott Campbell. So we're approaching 30 statues here as well. So this wow. is starting to get up there in the numbers as well. So uh, that is our Toy Fair, uh, the, the highlights of our Toy Fair booth here uh, at Toy Fair in New York 2020. Excellent. So, well, thank you so much, Brian. Yeah. So and this has uh, been Brian Walters from the DC Direct booth, not DC Collectibles anymore, <laughs> uh, here at New York Toy Fair 2020. I am Benjamin David. This is DC Collecticast. <laughs> I'm Chris Hernandez. I'm a marketing manager here at McFarland Toys. We're here at New York Toy Fair 2020 at the McFarland Toys booth. And I want to take you guys through a little tour of our DC selection right now. So beginning in January of this year, uh, we were able to get the DC license uh, live and ready to go in store shelves. So we were really excited about it. And so we had Yeah, our that was like a New Year's uh, holiday uh, extra gift. <laughs> yeah, it was neat because um, we uh, we acquired a license and we had in discussions with Warner Brothers and uh, DC. They were saying, you know, we really can't do any official announcement until that turn of the year. So all of us in internally were trying to chomp it at the bit, keeping our mouths shut. And finally, when we were able to talk about it, it was publicly, it was really, really great. And um, it was really cool because we were able to work on some awesome, awesome line of fig an awesome line of figures and uh, to kind of start off with a bang. And then it's just uh, taking that momentum into 2020 and making more figures that I think a lot of fans will enjoy. Um, so of course in wave one, uh, we had range, wide range of figures from different uh, facets of the DC line. We had the animated series of Batman and Superman and Green Lantern. We also had modern versions of Mo Superman and Batman based off Action Comics and Detective Comics 1000. We had the classic Harley Quinn looking figure as well. And then we had the modifications of the Hellbat armor suit, Superman Unchained armor. And then our, one of our personal favorite collections was the Build the Batmobile figure featuring Nightwing, the Batman Who Laughs, and Batgirl. And then finally rounding out wave one of figures was the Green Arrow from the Arrow television series, which was a cool little popular figure. And we also had a vehicle in there as well, too. We had the Bat Raptor, which had the extending cab, and actually our seven inch fig figures actually do fit inside the vehicle, so you can have that role play. Uh, action with it as well. And that was from the Dark Knight's Metal, the Bat Raptor. Yes, right? correct, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's really exciting is kind of capitalizing off that momentum of, of Wave 1. Uh, we have some new figures coming out later on this year, and uh, it's going to start off with Wonder Woman from the 1984 uh, Wonder Woman movie that's coming out soon. Yes. She'll be available in two versions. She'll have her classic iconic outfit. Well, she'll have two versions of her golden lasso, one that's kind of unfraveled and ready to go, and the other one's kind of coiled up so you can have it attached to the waist. We'll also have the Wonder Woman available in the golden armor suit that she displays in the movie with posable wings and a flight stand, so you can have some really cool poses with that. Then we're going to have the McFarlane Toys debut of the Joker in our multiverse figures. Um, we're going to have him from the Arkham Asylum video game. Uh, he's going to come with two chattering teeth accessories as well as a blaster, a blaster pistol. And then, also along with Joker, we'll have the Batman version from the Arkham Asylum video game as well, too. He'll have a battering, a grappling gun, a smoke bomb, cool accessories. The detail on yeah. those are great. Yeah, really awesome detail, and we got the really, I think we really encapsulated the uh, the game look fairly, fairly accurately. Um, and then, in the fall later on this year, we'll have another line of figures, three from the White Knight story arc. So we're going to have... This I am so yeah. pumped. Oh, my God. Yeah, they look really, really cool. So we'll have really the Batman good. version of the, from the White Knight story arc. We'll have Azrael, as you can see right here, has really great uh, red color paint schemes, has a flaming sword. It looks amazing. 
And then what I really like about this is the Joker figure from that figure is going to be um, in his Gotham Police Department. He'll have an alternate Jack Napier head along with a giant, a giant uh, blaster. So um, that line of figures is going to be really, really ex exciting. Details really lighten up too with the White Knight, like along with, like I said, with Arkham, even the Wonder Woman 84, like the wings, um, you know, individual feathers on there, on the gold one. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And then what's cool right now is uh, releasing in stores right now, um, and then is we're going to have the modern Batman that we had from the uh, Detective Comics 1000. We'll have a variant chase figure. It'll be the same scale of the modern Batman, but he'll be featured in his blue mask and blue cape, blue boots, and he'll also have the, the tra traditional yellow and black bat symbol across his chest. Um, and then later on in the year, in the fall, we'll have the same uh, color scheme of the Batman with the blue cape and uh, blue boots and the yellow and black bat symbol on the chest in the animated series as a variant later on as well, too. Now, I saw somebody in Germany had posted a picture of that in a store, the blue, both of those actually. Mm -hmm. Were those available overseas and then, I guess, just not yet over here? Um, that kind of was a little bit of a mishap okay um, yeah, no so i wasn't I mean, sure I mean, not to call you out no no it's totally, totally fine i mean things like that happen in yeah, all yeah. honesty um so we kind of went to our distributor and uh you know kind of corrected that mistake okay i um, mean you know, sometimes things slip through the cracks and that would happen to be the case of it but yeah yeah um it was i do have some international right. listeners i wasn't yeah. sure yeah it wasn't like uh international got it first or anything like that it was yeah, just yeah. a little uh you know a shipping error and then uh, we corrected it and uh so that guy was pretty lucky to get it out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, he was so yeah no the blue looks in person especially like i've again only seen the picture obviously gorgeous yeah um, the way they came out it just really pops um, it's got that cool you know classic feel of Batman with the with the uh, with the blue cape um, and then so of course obviously rounding out we were really excited with the DC line we kind of we're trying to take some risks and do some things that you know you know, may have been done before, but we put our own little McFarlane spin on it. So mm -hmm. we have things like, um, you know, the Hellbat armor from the and Batman. We have the Superman Unchained armors. So, you know, unique little, unique versions and twists of these classic characters that have not really been done too many times before. Really excited about how the Batman Who Laughs came out. Um, one of the first time that that particular character has been articulated a figure. Um, and it's yeah, been he really was made for McFarlane. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, what's funny when we first kind of got the inclination that we sort of we might have be getting the license um we started having a powwow with todd and the mix of other like uh internally discussing who we want to make and then we all kind of just threw out batman who laughs because like you said it just if mcfarland toys was to do one that fits it fits it to a t so um it's so been everybody's really... eyes lit up in that conversation oh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> so we were excited that we were able to uh, you know have some we're having we're having some fun with this license and it's been it's been good so far oh awesome so what um the Toy Fair reveals. Let's focus on those yes. for a minute. So we have, again, the Wonder Woman 84. Mm -hmm. um, what makes you, again, we have the the Winged Wonder Woman. What are they called? Winged Woman? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So uh, I've heard. the official name for it is going to be Wonder Woman. They're both, you know, Wonder Woman. But yeah. uh, the official name for the Golden Armor version is just that. So Wonder Woman in her Gold Armor version. Okay. And then Wonder Woman in her classic outfit as mm. well. Now, what made you, like, when you do Toy Fair reveals, I'm asking kind of everybody this. What makes you decide to drop something at Toy Fair um, uh, along with White Knight too? Like that stuff was that intentional along with Toy Fair or? Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it's the reason why we're talking right now is because right, cool. the the media coverage, the press coverage we get is second to none at this event. Um, we could, you know, we could drop. We've done it in the past. We do it. All, we'll do it throughout the year. We'll announce some more figures because what you see right now at Toy Fair and it's been announced is not necessarily all that's going to be coming out. It's not necessarily all. Um, will, there'll be some more that we have in the back that will be coming out later on this year that kind of under some embargoes right now, but we'll announce those later on. But to your point, with the Toy Fair audience, I mean, it's just so much media, so much attention. Yeah. And we just want to get, as, uh, get our announcements out there. I mean, all the other companies are doing it, so you know, we'll, we'll join the fun. We want to give fans excitement. We know, they, we know they look forward to this every week because, or every year because they know that they're going to have announcements we look forward to. So we're like, hey, let's have some fun. Let's drop the White Knight. We're all excited to debut the White Knight uh, line this, this year. So um, it's stuff like that. That's another natural McFarlane adaptation, I think, too, the White Knight, just because it's angular, it's sharp. Um, again, the detail, bringing detail, I always say, with McFarlane to the, to the action figure level at that price point, so impressive. So to do all that, um, yeah, White Knight's a great. I was very excited. I, and... Todd, in fact, teased that, too, on the DC Universe. I was like, oh, oh yeah. yes, in that interview. Yeah. So now I'm so happy that Toy Fair uh, brings us these yeah, images. And, uh, and, and Todd, I got to see him in person. Right, <laughs> yeah. And Todd's been Todd's been you know over the moon with this license. I mean, uh, not to be like, not to say he doesn't you know focus his attention on all of our brands, but you know he just 
he's you know invigorated with DC. He has his input. He's just like uh, you know, and we he's going over everything with the sculptors, and he, he's making his notes, and he wants to make this and this, and very hands on, very hands on with it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he does it with all of all of our brands, but with DC, you can tell he's you know really wants to do this brand justice because he's been you know kind of after something big for a while, and like uh, being able to something grab something like this has been really big for him. So. Mm. Um, so I guess to finish up a little bit, what are you, what are we looking at availability for all this stuff? So availability um, with the newer, with the newer versions of like Wonder Woman and then mm -hmm. the Arkham Asylum, Joker, and Batman, those will be hitting store shelves fairly soon around April. Okay. So they're coming out in, a, in the next couple of months here. Nice. As far as the White Knight series with Batman, Joker, and Azrael, those will be coming out later on this year in the fall, around October, November. So right in time for that holiday rush. And then, like I said, uh, if people stay tuned to McFarland Toys on our Instagram, McFarland Toys Official, on our Twitter, Todd's Twitter at Todd McFarland, they can find out. Uh, we'll be announcing some more stuff throughout the year regarding DC as well. All right, awesome, Chris. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thank All you. Right. All right, guys, welcome to our DC Collecticast live Q&A, collector q and uh, I started doing this last week, really enjoyed it. Uh, so today I thought I'd come back with a Toy Fair wrap-up. We'll finish talking about uh, Toy Fair stuff. I might have said last time was a Toy Fair wrap-up, uh, but there is still so much more to talk about from Toy Fair. And I also haven't, uh, I didn't have time last week for obvious reasons due to Corona and stuff like that uh, to actually post the Toy Fair stuff. I did, however, post an episode which was uh, mostly a Q&A here live uh, and then also my Target Toy Store report just so I could keep you guys uh, updated on Toy Store stuff, which is important. You know, it's like for Toy Fair is almost a month ago at this point. Uh, so to not kind of check in about what's going on at the stores, I'm glad I had that episode, but I still have recordings uh, for today's episode that's going out from McFarlane. Um, Sorry, McFarlane, Lego, as well as DC Direct. So last time on the Q&A, we talked a lot about the DC Direct um, animated series figs. So now we're going to talk the Batman the Adventures Continue animated series stuff. So now today so we're going to talk, uh, I'd like to focus more on McFarlane, Lego, and then NECA, the one-to-one -one NECA props. What up, Toy Store Guide? And what up, uh, The Magic Master 44? Yeah, so again, uh, Toy Fair wrap-up. Any questions you guys have for me on my Toy Fair coverage? Again, I interviewed uh, McFarlane, I interviewed NECA, I interviewed LEGO, uh, as well as DC Direct. So what we're going to do, uh, as always, we're just going to, what up? Uh, I love going live. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> um, again, we're going to talk about the stuff that I saw at Toy Fair, and then I also have, as always, the Q's and A's that you guys sent us on our Instagram, at DC Collecticast on Instagram. Uh, if you don't already follow us, well, obviously... If you're live, you're probably following us. But uh, if you don't, let's say, check in on our story where we do uh, quite frequent DC Collecticast Q's and A's, tune in. Uh, so this first question, and of course, as always, you guys can ask questions here. Um, I guess before we jump into the questions from the Q&A, I do want to, like I mentioned Corona. I went back and forth whether or not I wanted to like go on about it. I don't want to go on too long about it because we're going to go a little more in depth on the next episode uh, with Play With It podcast. Uh, Carl from Play With It is going to kind of co-host in a way, uh, be here like two episodes a month here on DC Collecticast. And we're going to talk more in depth about how that's affecting collecting. And then, of course, you know, what's more important is how it's affecting your lives. So I didn't want to kind of like... I felt weird about just going live and being like, how is Corona affecting your collecting? Collecting is not our priority. A lot of people are still getting used to their everyday life. I personally don't have a full-time job myself. Like uh, <laughs> a lot is being affected here. So instead of necessarily going in depth about that, I thought I'd just open the floor to you guys. If you want to talk about how it's affecting you and your collecting, go for it. Uh, I'm here to listen to you guys about the Corona or whatever. Um, but I thought, again, I do want to wrap up stuff about Toy Fair. And if we go for another week and I'm still fielding questions from you guys about Toy Fair, it's kind of old news at that point. So this next, by this next episode, it'll be like a month for Toy Fair, and then we'll wrap up Toy Fair for good. So let's try to stick with uh, Toy Fair. But if you have Corona stuff, we'll talk about that too. So again, McFarlane, NECA, Lego. Um, and then I'm going to read, you know, during the dead time, if you guys aren't asking me questions about those things, about Toy Fair, about DC Collectibles, in general, uh, I'm going to field questions from our Instagram Q&A. What up, Jason Lee 44 Let's wave, wave. What up, Ignat2? <laughs> uh, so again, this is from our at DC Collecticast on Instagram. Uh, we have from Waka 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 1. 
How come these are full color, but until now, all other seven inch statues are black and white? So this uh, is referring to the Joker Clown Prince of Crime statues. I just posted a video last night to our uh, comic book INTL network. Shout out. Follow us there. Subscribe to our stuff. You'll find uh, DC Collecticast in video form. That's kind of where we live on video, uh, in video, uh, on at Comic Book INTL on YouTube. So check out that stuff and our video uh, from the DC Direct booth. This time focused on the uh, Joker Clown Prince of Crime stuff. So there's three statues that are spun out of the Batman black and white, kind of the prestigious uh, monochromatic Batman of what were DC collectibles now, again, DC Direct as of Toy Fair. So spun out of uh, the Brian Boland statue in particular of Batman black and white. So to backtrack a little bit, in the Batman, back, Batman black and white uh, statue, seven-inch statue line, these are from different artists that do their interpretation of the Batman black and white. So they did a version of Brian Boland's uh, Killing Joke Batman, and that's kind of come out in November. Along with that is going to launch the, fittingly, Killing Joke version of the this face here uh, of the Joker. When, you know, for the audio listeners, his hands going through his hair, and that's just that insanely uh, iconic cover from The Killing Joke from Alan Moore's and Brian Boland's The Killing Joke comic. So there's going to be uh, that, once again, the Brian Boland black and white Batman statue is going to launch the Joker Clown Prince of Crime. So uh, Waka 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 One's question is, how come all these are full color, these being the um, Joker Clown Prince of Crimes, uh, but until now all the other seven inches are black and white? And it says, seems like they should all match. Not a bad point. Um, I My response was, good point. I think it's because the Clown Prince's uh, are a spinoff of black and white, not necessarily to match the color, uh, the match the color scheme. I do see what you mean, though. Could also be that the Joker is very much defined by color, being a clown. Uh, that's a guess. I don't know, but it could just be it's a clown. They want to keep it colorful. So, uh, but that is a great question. I definitely thought about that. And then also a spinoff of the black and white statue line, the seven-inch statue line from DC Direct, uh, is the uh, Harley Quinn red, white, and black. And all that stuff is on that most recent video. Again, comic book, INTL. Uh, Toy Store Guide, let's use this time to enjoy our collections. And after all this is over, I plan to hit the toy stores hard. Thank you, Toy Store Guide. Uh, I agree, yeah. Let's, uh, a lot of us are dorky introverts anyway. <laughs> so we can just play with our toys at home and uh, be safe and... I do feel bad for the people like I, I'm kind of an eclectic person in my interests. I do love to work out. I love to be outside. I love to get sun and stuff, but I'm also obviously a huge nerd. So this for me is as long as I'm like getting sun in some form, I'm kind of good <laughs> social distancing. I was, I was joking with my friend. I was like, I, he goes, how's social distancing going? I go, I've never been great with social proximity. So <laughs> uh no i don't know i love people I, I love the intensity of people too i love a lot of people in one place at once i guess that's why i like comic-con but then i love my quiet time um i was like basically an only child for you know kind of half my childhood my teenage years and then i lived alone for quite a while so it's yeah for me not a huge deal play with your toys let's be safe uh batman beyond comics what up man uh so thank you once again to waka 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 one Again, uh, today's topic, we're doing a toy store, or sorry, toy store, toy fair wrap up. If you have any questions for me about my coverage from toy fair, again, I interview McFarlane, DC Direct, NECA, and Lego. Uh, we're going to focus more. We talked a lot about the Batman, the Adventures continue stuff from DC Direct last Q&A. So I'd like to focus a little bit more on McFarlane, uh, Lego, and then again, NECA for uh, this Q&A. Uh, so this is on the Le uh, DC Lego superhero minifigs, uh, one of 16. Once again, these came out January 1st. Uh, one of my interviews with Molly, her name was, at Toy Fair. Uh, the, that interview is posted on the Comic Book INTL YouTube channel. Uh, so these are the Lego DC superhero minifigs. Uh, so a Mac fig said, awesome, that's sick. He's got, oh, sorry. Uh, AMAC figs said, I bought one randomly to get qualified oh for free delivery on amazon uh got the hook hand aquaman pretty sweet minifig so yeah these uh dc superhero minifigs again these are the blind bags one of 16 they are uh, available amazon target and walmart uh so a mac figs once again said i bought one randomly <laughs> to get qualified uh, for free delivery on amazon and he got the hook hand 
Aquaman. There's so many obscure figs in this. It's so much fun. There's, again, Hook Hand Aquaman. There is a Huntress in there. There is 1939 Batman, the first appearance Batman. There is Dark Knight Returns Joker. There is everybody in this freaking pack. It is so random and awesome, and it's just so dope that uh, Lego's doing that. So, yeah, man, that's pretty sweet. Anyone else uh, get some Lego stuff that they want to talk about? Uh, so this was from a post about the Spin Master 4-inch action figures. Um, it said... Is there a date for the Talon or Thomas Wayne uh, four-inch Spin Master? So Caster's Corner luckily got to respond to this instead of me because I didn't know the answer. <laughs> uh, if you recall, two episodes ago, I had Caster's Corner, Khalil from Caster's Corner on to fill us in on Spin Masters. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to cover the Spin Master booth at Toy Fair. Uh, again, Lego, DC Direct, McFarlane, and NECA is what I was able to cover. Uh, so... Khalil from Caster's Corner filled us in on Spin Master. So, uh, at Bills Buchanan Stone, 17, long name, <laughs> uh, wants to know about the Talon or the Thomas Wayne 4-inch. So, once again, Caster's Corner said, uh, they said fall, those two figures are going to come out. So, that's pretty uh, exciting. What up, Sal Sandoval? What up, Scholar of Stars? Uh, let's go to our next question. <laughs> Chronic... At Chronic underscore books uh, recently posted on my, because I got one of the, speaking of the Lego DC blind bags, uh, <laughs> uh, I got the Stargirl. So I unveiled it and put it on our at DC Collecticast on Instagram. So at Chronic underscore books said, that chick is about to take a huge dab. Because <laughs> the star thing might look like something related to a dab. Not that I have any idea what that is. Try to keep the show clean. So uh, no comment. What up, D3TRO0H? Wow, that's quite the handle. Um, at the Grace and Todd said, was that Red Hood in a blind bag? Of course, at the Grace and Todd would be excited about that. <laughs> and yes, it was in that same picture along with Stargirl uh, from my, this is actually from a Target pickup the other night, my last Target run for probably quite a while uh, for obvious reasons. I picked up the uh, Lego DC blind bag once again of the Stargirl, and then also I got the blind barrel, this guy, uh, four inch, or sorry, two inch Spin Master. They look like, it's actually him right here. Uh, this was the red hood that I took in that pick. So again, at DC Collecticast on Instagram, if you want to check that out. Let's go to another question. Oh, so I questioned, uh, this was a question I had for everybody on the, at DC Collecticast, uh, story, I said, which one of the uh, Joker Clown Prince of Crime questions, and I'll pose this to you guys, which one of the Joker cl Clown Prince of Crime seven-inch statues uh, is your favorite? Again, we got Jim Lee, Lee Bermejo, and then uh, Brian Boland, like I was talking about before. So which one of those three is your favorite? So at Geek Haven, Jan 86, chipping, or I should say, uh, chiming in as always, <laughs> Uh, said Jim Lee is their favorite. Yeah, my personal favorite, I, I gotta say, man, that Bermejo is so badass. In fact, that Bermejo statue is probably a highlight of the whole show for me. Um, it's based on the Brian Azzarello, Lee Bermejo, Joker, probably just post-Dark Knight. I don't know the exact history with that book, but it looks very much inspired by the, the Heath Ledger Dark Knight, scarred face, messed up smile, very gritty real world. And that Bermejo Joker, he's got a gun, he's walking, baggy clothes, um, kind of like moving in the wind, super dynamic, terrifying. <laughs> like, if you saw that guy walking down the street, uh, not going to approach him. Not a friendly dude. Very scary. Uh, really awesome. I also, this was from my, oh yeah, this was also on at DC Collect Cast. Uh, wasn't there also a Doug Menke? Yes, there was also a Doug Menke. Now, that wasn't, so to backtrack a little bit, this was a post about specifically the Batman black and white statues. Because again, along with the same video for the Joker Clown Prince of Crime, uh, that line is a spinoff of the Batman black and white seven inch statues from DC Direct. So in this picture, there was uh, two that I posted and two questions that I posted. One of them was just about the Batman black and white statues the lineup that i had was uh statues 101 and forward whereas um the doug Mankey i think might fall i don't know the the number of that but that one's already like up for pre-order these were the ones that were just 
displayed at Toy Fair. Uh, none, not all of them were necessarily Toy Fair reveals. The Toy Fair reveals with a Brian Boland, uh, again, Killing Joke Joker. That's set to release in November. And then also the Mike Mignola, uh, Gotham by Gaslight, which is cel-shaded. Gorgeous. That's another black and white where I'm like, oh, might have to spring for that one. And <laughs> not usually uh, in the market for those. But what up, Blake Griggs? Uh, Lockup and Red Claw, Maxi Zeus and Cleo, Clock King and Mayor Hamilton Hill. Oh, these are figures that you want to see from DC Direct. Yeah, man. Love to see those. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, wasn't there also a Doug Mankey? And yes, to your question, Geek Haven Jan 86. Uh, once again, back to the back, Batman Black and Whites. There is a Doug Mankey, and that is one of my favorites. He's like flying horizontal. He's got the uh, super, again, dynamic shooting the grappling hook flying oh my god that that's another one might have to spring for that one as well <laughs> for the batman black and whites normally an action figure guy but uh so some other stuff once again we got mcfarlane i was just listening back uh to the mcfarlane uh interview from toy fair and with some of the exciting stuff that i had kind of forgotten because it's been a while since that covered it's almost a month once again um so to talk about the Toy Fair reveals from the McFarlane booth, uh, we had the Wonder Woman, um, and this is also going to kind of be wave two of the DC Multiverse figs uh, from McFarlane. We have the Wonder Woman 84. There's two figs from that. We have the Arkham Joker and Batman. Uh, and then in the fall, we have White Knight stuff and then blue, bar blue variants of already released Batman figures. So to start off with, uh, the Wonder Woman stuff, Wonder Woman 84, you got the golden armor Wonder Woman with posable wings. I didn't know those wings. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, obviously they're posable to an extent, but it's just not a feature that I thought about. Uh, even though I had seen the display versus the box, it's cool. Those wings, those gigantic wings are actually uh, posable. That is pretty dope. Uh, the classic version. So her classic costume from the 1984 movie, you're going to get two lassos with that, which is, I thought, pretty cool. Like, the accessory is uh, a rolled-up lasso that's ready to go at her side. But then there's also a lasso that can go around, like, people's necks or whatever you want to wrap it around, which is actually a picture on our at DC Collecticast, which got a lot of likes, actually. Um, and it's of Wonder Woman lassoing uh, the, what's it called? The Batman Who Laughs. So that was a lot of fun. <laughs> what up, Collector's Crate? Yeah, man. So the Wonder Woman 84 stuff, I don't remember the release of these, so don't hold me to that. If you guys know, definitely let us know. But it seems like those are coming out earlier because in the interview, uh, I listened back to check about availability, and then I didn't have time before kind of checking back in with you guys here on Instagram. I wanted to make the 5 o'clock. <laughs> uh, I said I was going live at 5, so I wanted to get on to that. But, um, yeah, so I didn't check again availability on the earlier stuff, which is the Wonder Woman and the Arkham stuff. But he did say in the fall, once again, is White Knight. Um, so I'm assuming that this other part of the wave two, the Wonder Woman stuff and then the Arkham stuff is going to come earlier in the year, which is awesome. You know, we are not going to have to wait. And he called it wave two. So the wave that we've already gotten, it's 12 figures, 13, however you want to think about it. But it was like the Bat Raptor. We got a Batgirl in there. There was the Build-A-Fig with... The Batman Who Laughs, again, Batgirl, Nightwing. We know what we already got, right? Animated series, Batman, that stuff. So that was wave one. That was released January 1st. And then now we're getting wave two coming up. Um, so if you guys know when exactly that's coming out, chime in. We'll, we'll definitely record that for the pod. Um, so again, after Wonder Woman 84, again, we got Golden Armor and Classic. Those are both Toy Fair reveals. No one knew those were coming. Um, they look gorgeous in person, man. The detail... McFarlane, the detail I'm telling you with that golden armor specifically was really nice. Um, each wing was like individual, I don't know, or feather on that golden wing thing. Really nice. Um, you know, we'll see once we are, once we actually start playing with them, we'll see how they actually work. That's always the test, right? But <laughs> um, Arkham, we got the Joker with two chattering teeth. This is again, I didn't look into accessories or remember exactly. Uh, with the accessories here, but the Joker has two tattering, two chattering teeth uh, and a pistol. Um, and then the Batman has a Batarang, grappling gun, and smoke bombs. So I knew about the chattering teeth. I didn't realize he had a pistol, 
Again, the detail on these and the Arkham one's gorgeous. If you want to see a video of it, uh, Comic Book INTL with my interview with McFarlane himself, but he plays uh, with all these newer figures. Um, and then in the fall, once again, we're going to get White Knight versions. This is the Sean Gordon Murphy uh, White Knight original story from DC Comics, kind of an Elseworld story, I should say, from DC Comics. Um, different versions of Batman, very sharp, stylized versions of the Bat. Gorgeous. I mean, Sean Murphy, and speaking of which, uh, for recent news, he's doing covers of the Batman The Adventures Continue Comics, and he's just one of my favorite artists going right now for the Bat. So, um, And specifically the White Knight stuff. There's a Batman. Uh, so this is back to the McFarlane Toys. Batman action figure, Asriel action figure, Joker action figure. Now, uh, the Batman and the Asriel, both really dope. You know, the higher-up boots on Batman. Asriel's got that ribbon cape. Um, just really cool. Sean Murphy, perfectly adapted. I don't want to say perfect. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff you can nitpick about it, but I can't drive home the point enough that McFarlane, with the detail that being brought to stuff like White Knight, um, really detailed, obscured, weird, you know, books and versions of the bat you never would have expected to be brought to figures is now being brought to figures by McFarlane. Awesome. Um, so the Batman, the Asriel, both gorgeous. This is one thing I didn't remember from Toy Fair. Uh, the Joker is going to be, have the, so it's like the GCPD version of the Joker, but he's also going to come with an alternate Jack Napier head. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. And if you're not familiar with the White Knight story, again, it's an Elseworld where Joker starts off as the good guy. Um, and Batman's locked up in jail, and it's kind of the story of how we all got there. So it's just a fascinating and really well-done, stylized, gorgeous version of Batman, and I can't believe we're getting that. And once again, uh, they are coming for the fall. Fucking, oh, excuse my language, but uh, Corona depending, uh, of course. But it's weird to think about any of that. But that's kind of a while away, so let's not. Um, and then finally, once again, the blue variants for the Batman figs. The Batman the Animated Series and the Rebirth. Now, there were pics that were leaked online uh, from this German collector who I actually follow on Instagram. I forgot, I think Collectors Germany something or other. And it was a slip-up completely. I asked the guy, uh, Chris, and this is again going to go along with today's episode of recording of this same interview. Uh, but Chris over at McFarlane at Toy Fair was like, yeah, that was a fluke. Uh, it wasn't like international was supposed to get it first a lot of us collectors this was like a month ago at, at least uh we're like how are you guys getting these blue variants overseas like what's going on is there a different release schedule for international for germany specifically what was it um and chris just said it was a total fluke it wasn't like international was supposed to get that first it was kind of a mistake uh they recalled it and it wasn't supposed to come out till toy fair <laughs> so it was actually technically a toy fair reveal even though it was like a month and a half ago that uh we all saw those blue variant secret picks um so we talked about lego we talked about uh those uh once again the lego dc superhero minifigs those have been available since january 1st check those out uh they're still available at targets walmarts uh don't necessarily recommend going there but <laughs> during all this but they're also available on amazon so keep that in mind and you could probably still order i guess from target walmart i don't know don't quote me on that but that's where they were available that's where i got mine um stay tuned for another uh, reveal of those. Once again, my star girl is on our at DC Collecticast, and uh, we're going to have some more um, coming. We talked about the DC Direct statues. We talked about the uh, Joker Clown Prince of Crime new line that has spun out of the Batman Black and White 7 inch statues. Check out our at DC Collecticast. Continue uh, engaging in that conversation for those cues and those A's, um, as well as the McFarlane stuff. So we talked a bunch about McFarlane today. Um, White Knight. Wonder Woman 84, and then the Arkham stuff. All detailed, all gorgeous. Um, oh, the NECA one-to-one -one props, man. All right, so I got to tell you guys about these, and we've talked about this on the show before uh, with the Play With It podcast. But if you guys have any input while we're on here, oh, my God. And I just actually wrote a piece. I'm glad I remembered to talk about this because uh, for collectible506.com, uh, that's the site that I write for. I just posted and, and will probably be actually up. Um, today, if not tomorrow. Um, again, my name is Benjamin David and I write for Collectible 506. That's how I got press passes to Toy Fair. Shout out and gracias to Johan Morales and everybody for those press passes. But um, yeah, so check out my piece over there for the, uh, once again, NECA DC Direct, or sorry, NECA DC Direct, NECA DC 
one-to-one -one props uh, that I saw at Toy Fair. There's Batman the Animated Series. There is Batman 89. There's a Superman, Nightwing S. Grimmistics, and then Batman Beyond for our podcast <laughs> above the Batman Beyond. Shameless plug. But yeah, uh, that was really exciting to have a podcast about specifically Batman Beyond, not just the animated series. I mean, I use any excuse with anything animated to bring into our uh, ABB show, but to have a Batman Beyond Batarang as part of the DC props. There's a Mr. Freeze gun. There is a Batman Grapnel gun. That's from the animated series. Uh, Harley Court gun also, BTAS. Then there's, again, Batman 89 stuff, the line launcher from 89, the Batarang from 89, the... Uh, line launcher, Batarang, grapnel gun as well. Uh, and then again, I already talked about the, oh, and the Nightwing Escrow sticks are from the Arkham series. I mean, these props. So one of the things that I was saying in my piece, I was saying to Carl on the play with it podcast and all my coverage, it is so bizarre. And especially as an animated fan to walk up to that case to one-to-one -one props, full scale props, you feel literally like you are Batman walking up to this case and seeing this stuff. Cause it is meant for human. Like it's meant for your size. <laughs> Every bat fan, especially a bat fan, uh, has this like issue in their life of at one point you have felt like you could honestly be Batman, right? Like you're like, I could fight crime. I could find some local crime to fight. We've all done it. Um, you really feel like that. And then, but again, especially as an animated, like to see something in the 2d brought to three, um, it's insane. It's the most surreal yet best feeling ever. Um, I cannot wait to have these things. And NECA, uh, Peter DeLeon said he's going to send me some when they come out. They are set to release end of year, beginning of next. Um, really dope one-to-one -one figures from NECA. You can find that uh, that interview, the video stuff from that uh, on our Above and Batman Beyond YouTube channel. What up, Epiani of Death? <laughs> um, and what up? Juiguimba and Toys Nagaldo. Sorry, I wish I could pronounce your names better. But yeah, what up, guys? Thanks for joining in. So this has once again been Benjamin David uh, from DC Collecticast. This audio is going to go on our next episode. Um, this obviously will go on our story here at DC Collecticast on Instagram. Thoughts going out to all you guys. And we're going to talk much more in depth about Corona and how it's going to affect collecting and obviously more importantly, everyday life. Um, but you know, as a distraction, as a kind of like, uh, you know, you guys are already in the middle of all this anyway, thought I'd give you a little break from it and we'll wrap up. We also, once again, need to wrap up our toy fair stuff because after this week, toy fair is just going to be such old news. Um, it's going on a month. But there was, once again, so much to talk about that I'm glad I got to do it uh, in the past four to five episodes. Um, so subscribe to our show. We are on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts. This thing gets distributed everywhere. Check out our Above and Batman Beyond podcast. That's on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, and other pod places. Um, Above and Batman Beyond on YouTube. Comic Book INTL on YouTube. That's where you're going to find all our video episodes of DC Collecticast. Just posted once again uh, the video with me and Brian Walters live from the DC Direct booth. Uh, there's an interview with Jim Fletcher interviewing uh, Paul Harding, the sculptor from DC Direct, about the deceased figures. There's an interview about Batman the Adventures Continue. There's an interview about uh, the... DC props that we just talked about from NECA. There's interviews about everything. So once again, Above and Batman Beyond on YouTube. Uh, that's also a podcast. And then uh, we are DC Collecticast in audio form as well as uh, YouTube, comic book, INTL. Um, be safe, guys. Stay clean. Stay healthy. Try not to panic. Let's, you know, get the information that we can and um, just try to be as smart as we can about our everyday life and stay as distracted as we can while also taking care of business. I know I personally, I've been posting to uh, at Batman Beyond Podcast and my at Benjamin of David on Instagram. And once again, uh, you can follow me there and don't forget to check out my writing, uh, collectible506.com. But yeah, man, I was posting to my, those Instagrams, like kind of joking, kind of not that my new full-time job, since I don't have a job, uh, is to just sit on hold with billing people and negotiate. <laughs> with billing people because uh, what else am I going to do? So I've been posting like the times I spent, you know, how it gives you the minutes on phone calls, like 42 minutes, 27 minutes. Uh, what else am I going to do, right? Um, 
So I'm going to look for online work in the meantime and just try to, once again, be safe, be clean, and uh, live my life. Still be a collector. Let's keep collecting. And once again, on th- with Carl from Play With It Podcast, in our next episode, we're going to talk about um, how all this is affecting collecting. Obviously, we're all going to have to... I've been doing these toy store reports, and I guess it's a good thing I did as many of them as I could while I was able to actually go to friggin' toy stores. Now all those reports are have to gonna have to be you know online toy store reports. Here's what we can find at Big Bad Toy Store. Here's what we can find at Entertainment Earth. Nothing wrong with that either. And you know maybe I should have been doing more coverage there, but it's just weird that that's kind of our only option at this point. So um, yeah, man, be safe. This is Benjamin David, DC Collecticast. Welcome, Welcome to, to Toy, Toy Fair 2020. 2020. That was maybe the best intro I've done this entire show. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Yeah, supernatural. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, not supernatural, but supernatural. Oh, natural, perhaps. Well, anyway, we're here with in the DC booth, in the DC Direct booth, with our new name, and with our one of our top sculptors, Paul Hardy, who's worked on one of the coolest action figure lines we've done this whole year. Why don't you tell them all about it, Paul? Well, we're looking here at Deceased right now, which is a new comic book from Tom Taylor. Uh, you can see all the new prototypes that we have set up in the gray. And a first look, which is really exciting. First you guys look. are here. These were just set up yesterday, so they weren't even here the day before. Yep. Who are they, Paul? So, starting with, uh, who's this? Deathstroke, the Joker, Nightwing. Now, Nightwing's kind of funny because right now with no paint on him, there's Nightwing with paint. Right. Down here. And when Nightwing's not painted, he's basically just a naked man running around in the background. With so. a massive head wound. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of an issue. <laughs> we have Harley laying down here crawling towards the camera. Uh, Aquaman and Batman. Superman with the first look of Red Hood in the background. Yeah, that's a really cool one. I like what you do with this helmet on the side over there. It's awesome. That's, a, that's an exciting piece. Uh, Supergirl, Flash, and Green Lantern. And you've got Batgirl at the end here, which is one of my, this thing is really awesome. Like in the face, you must have had a lot of fun with the facial expressions on these guys. I mean, because you don't get to do this kind of stuff for us too often, right? right. These are ideal little tiny projects, you know, because yeah. you just get to turn good looking superheroes into the grossest things imaginable. I mean, you I, mean I think you worked with Ray on a lot just to get a lot of the reference, right? For right, the faces. right. Ray Tyra art directed this line and uh, we just went back and forth on you know, how far we wanted to go with the male characters versus the female characters. Huh. What was it? What was your kind of distinction that you came to with the difference in the faces with those two? Uh, like, with Batgirl's face, I mean, you know, we know normally she's fairly attractive. I mean, right. I don't know about right. this. So what was your, like, reasons it, for changing them? It's, it's important with the female characters not to go too far. Um, you can't have too much corrosion like you could perhaps on like the, this Flash figure if you looked up <laughs> yeah. close. So you, you kind of want them to retain that femininity but have this evilness about it with cuts and lacerations and things like that. Yeah, and the whole storyline they're getting there if they're scratching off skin off their faces and right. infecting people. and it's. Right. But they're great. I'm really happy to have, always happy to have you on board for working on our sculpts. You bring a lot to the table on the, the faces on these when Ray was showing me those little heads. Right. It was so fun. I'm like, oh, they're so ugly. They're really <laughs> cool and creepy. And it's interesting how they translate when they, when after we 3D print them and put them on the prototypes and the production pieces. Mm. Um, they're fun to look at. Yeah, especially neat when they're unpainted because like for, uh, like for Red Hood back here, you can really see the detail in all the, uh, the scarring on the face, especially when they're unpainted and they haven't been, you know, reproduced overseas yet. It really retains all of Paul's really fantastic work on the details. Uh, but you did all the bodies for these originally as well. So you're Correct. pretty, you're pretty, you are like Mr. DC Essentials. <laughs> That's right. And well, you are an essential part of our team. Well, so thank, thank you so much, Jim. <laughs> okay. And, and it's a you perfect segue. You can edit segue. it out if you really don't like it. Perfect segue to the Essentials line, which is down below. And the new six-pack coming out with a, a repainted oh, Batman. Oh, you meant mine. Sorry. Oh, yes. This was... <laughs> And this wave, uh, maybe Jim can tell you about the characters. Sure. This wave, um, this wave got uh, really great reception when it went into previews magazine. I mean, the Speed Force Flash was something we haven't really tried much of that before right. with these translucent figures. This Batman looks fantastic. I actually like when they put the purple back in the back of his cape. Yeah. It really helps define the silhouette of the character. It's funny. I will say on camera that Ray 
is really against this red Nightwing. He was he just loves the blue ones. So a lot much. of Nightwing fans are. Yeah, but I dig it. I think it's cool. Yeah. Red and black. How do you go off red and black? It's always a good fashion awesome. statement. And then Superman from uh, you know when he was after the uh, his destruction at the hands of Doomsday, when mm -hmm. um, he's got a little bit of his stubble still on his face there, and that was a. That was a fun figure to do. We haven't done a lot of Superman stuff, and right. we've hardly ever done this one. Yeah, I'm Maybe really happy when, with the paint on the, this production. Right? It looks it pretty looks great. really nice. Yeah. And then the, the Justice League six-pack will be fantastic. I mean, if you haven't gotten them all before, it's a good time to go back. Just get them all at one place. So that's and pretty now, cool. And that now, just, that's just a new paint variant yeah. on Batman, or each, each one? Yeah, each one has a slight different paint deco. The uh -huh. Superman's blue is a little different. They all have a slightly different deco, if not much. But right. And so... Yeah, so this has been a special installment of Toy Fair. We don't usually have superstar talent available on camera, but an exclusive for you guys. Yeah, you got it. Hey everybody, this is Todd McFarlane here. I got the DC Multiverse, and you're listening to DC Collector Cast.